has got an awesome mom. <laughs> uh, me and her mom is <laughs> connected and, and really cool. Um, I haven't really had a chance to talk to Ashley, so this will be kind of the first time that we'll be getting to know her on a personal level. So that, that's going to be cool. But Ashlyn has got one heck of a voice. She's got two songs that we're going to talk about. We've got several stories mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about here with Ashlyn. And, you know, I tell you, and we're going to play two of her songs for you. But, man, I tell you what, this girl is going to be the next Miranda. Or, no, not the next Miranda. She is that. So she will be, she will be the next Ashlyn you know, because she has got it going on. She's got everything that it takes to make it. And she's got the tenacity to pull it off. But I'm going to bring her on now. Let me hit this slide here. Are you here, Ashlyn? Hello, I am. How are y'all? I'm doing great. great. Good. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. And we're 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 sorry that this didn't happen sooner. (laughs) It is good. We made it happen, though, so that's all that matters. That's right. Yeah, that's so excited to have you on here with us today. Well, so thank you. Kinda, so let's kind of start out with some fun before we get into any serious stuff. Um, but, you know, tell us a little about about what you do for fun. You know, tell us where you're from and, you know, just the basic stuff that people probably don't know. Yeah. So I am from Nashville, Tennessee, actually born and raised in Nashville. So whenever I tell people oh, wow. that, they're always like, yeah, they're always like, you're the unicorn. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I love it. Um, I recently got married, or I guess fairly oh, recently, wow. I got married September of 2018. So that was super exciting, and we got married in Nashville at a very Nashville place, the Loveless. Um, and so oh, awesome. that was, yes, yeah, that was so fun, especially for our out of town guests that could really experience like a true Nashville um, venue and all that uh, while they're in town. And I grow up in a very musical household. My parents are both mm-hmm. in the industry. My little brother's in college for music. And uh, oh, wow. my husband doesn't do music, but he had, like, once we were together, he, like, got a guitar and started, you know, dabbling <laughs> around on guitar. And he <laughs> actually does photography. And so he does, like, all my content and oh, wow. um, stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's a great thing I think people miss out there, is you know you see a lot of big artists they end up getting big, and then they end up leaving their spouses, and I believe a part of that is because they're not on the same page. A lot of it, I mean, I, I can't imagine being apart from Sandy. We're always together, and and oh, we yeah. got the same passions, you know. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of times because because you know, in the music world. If you don't understand it, you will hate it as a spouse. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I believe <laughs> – and, and it causes a lot of friction in relationships and in marriages. And I believe that when, when someone marries someone, even if they're not in, into the music, if they will get to know the music side and the music business, I think it will change that marriage. For sure. Oh, and yeah, I, my husband is super supportive, and he – goes to literally like every single show that I have and is at 
you know, different events with me and CMA Fest, and he is a champ for, you know, oh, wow. going everywhere with me awesome. and sticking it all out. So, yeah. So, um, let's see. Since um, since this show is kind of dedicated to moms, because my mom, I wish she was here, but uh, she passed away back in '03. But her birthday was January 3rd, and I thought, what better day Aww. to launch a show and just dedicate it to moms? Tell because I love Sherry. She is just awesome. <laughs> I guess Blog Talk had an outage here for a second. I guess so, yeah, because I could not hear anything for a couple minutes, but maybe it's working yeah. now. Technical awesome. difficulty right back. Ashlyn? Yes, I'm here. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's technical difficulty. Something happened, but maybe it's working now. Yeah. My worst fear just happened. <laughs> yes. Ashlyn? Okay, let's maybe. Okay. Okay, now I'm unmuted. I'm good now. <laughs> okay, there, there you are. Uh, You're good. <laughs> oh, sorry boy. about uh, that. Oh, it's all um, good. <laughs> we were on a roll too. <laughs> we were. That <laughs> <laughs> that was that's one of my worst fears is the technology. It's like I don't, you know, you just never know how technology is going to work. And now there's that's about true. I guess about a five minute thing in there. <laughs> well, y'all are doing great. Oh, thank you. But anyway, um, I love your song. I need to feel that. I love, love, love that song. Oh, I love that okay. song thank too. You. I appreciate and, it. And I think it's one of the smartest put together songs out there because you know almost every love breakup type song out there they mask over the pain. And I love the fact mm-hmm. that this doesn't mask over the pain. It's about feeling the pain. And mm-hmm. so that the audience can hear, I'm going to play the song right now. Um, awesome. Here we go. Here, it, here is um, I Need to Feel This.
okay. You here? Yep. I love that song. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So where was the inspiration of that song? Did you write write it yourself, or do you have co-writers on that? So I have a co-writer on that, Evan Thompson. And actually, the story behind the song was I was going through a breakup, and Mm -hmm. me being an emotional girl, I was pretty upset about it, obviously. And um, I thought I saw the guy out, and... I came home and I was living like with my family at the time and I came home and I was like, I think I just saw him out and my dad and my little brother, they were like, don't let him get you down. Like don't waste your time being upset over it and it's fine and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what guys, I need to feel this. So I was like, I just need to feel my feelings and like be in touch <laughs> with my emotions. And so I had to co-write and everything. And I was just like, I just don't like people telling me how I should feel. And I mean, obviously my dad <laughs> and my brother had my best interest and they were, you know, just didn't want to see me upset over some boy. But um, yeah. I was just like, I yeah. just need to feel this. And so yeah. that is exactly where it came about. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, some some highlights, the, some moments in your career so far that you've been like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah, Um Goodness, the first thing that comes to mind is getting to play the Bluebird several times. I mean, oh, wow. that is just always such an honor and everything. And um, I've played there, goodness, I think three or four times. And I actually got to play on my 22nd birthday. I was invited by my PRO, which is ASCAP. Um, and they were wanting to represent some of their writers. And um, so I actually got to do around there. And actually this morning, one of the guys I played with, Matt Stell, he was on GMA. And so actually yeah. when I was playing at the Bluebird, my guitar went out and so I was having to like pass Matt Stell's guitar back and forth and back and forth because mine was not working but um so that was so funny I was texted mom and dad I was like look who's on GMA I was using his guitar at the Bluebirds last year and um yeah so that definitely just Bluebird all all those performances are always I'm just Mm -hmm. like is this real and um, <laughs> most recently, I did a show at Lipscomb Academy, which is a high school in Nashville, and they do these huge, huge, like, concerts and, uh, like, tailgate things before the football game, and mm-hmm. it is just, like, a big community event, and everyone comes out, and they have, like, food trucks and bounce houses for kids, and just all this stuff. And so I did a performance there. Um, I did Mm. a full set with my band. And at the end, when I was getting off stage, um, Cheryl Crow actually came to the back of the stage and the security guards were like, Ashlyn, uh, Cheryl Crow is asking if she can come get a picture with you. And I was like, what wow. shouldn't it be the other way around and they were like can we let her up and I was like of course you can let her up I was like definitely and so 
she came up to me and just had such sweet things to say and was so supportive of me and she asked mm. if we could take a picture and <laughs> if she could post about me on her Instagram and stuff and so obviously I was mm. like well of course and um <laughs> so that was also just so so cool um so yeah it, that is another great thing and uh well, I'm currently in the running for a major network TV show um that hopefully mm-hmm. I can talk about soon um but okay. <laughs> that has been very exciting too so yeah just lots of so, fun things that I am just super grateful for now tell us some of the moments where you felt cuz I've read your story already so I know some of the points but tell me tell me some of the things where you're like this is going to be it and then you're crushed because I think people I think people miss that that happens out there. Oh yeah. And and tell us how you felt through that. Well, um, so the first thing that comes to my mind when you say that is, I was asked to actually open up for a show with Lady Annabellum and Tucker mm-hmm. Bethard and just all these amazing artists. And it was, well, I'm probably not going to, I shouldn't say who it was going to be sponsored by because I don't want to, you know, bash anyone, but um, I was so excited. I was like, oh my goodness, all this hard work and all this time I've put into doing music. I was like, I am fine. Not that, you know, the smaller things aren't getting anywhere, but I was like opening up for Lady Mm -hmm. Annabellum and you know, uh, Tucker, but like all these awesome, awesome people. And so mm. I had started, um, doing rehearsals and getting outfits together and it was going to be like a huge event. And so long story short, everything fell through and the whole entire mm. event got canceled. Wow. And so oh, wow. I was so excited. I remember my parents and my husband, they like, took me out to dinner that night and like got me ice cream and like all this stuff. And then like after everything, they were like, okay, well, we've got to tell you something. And then they laid the news <laughs> on me and I was like, oh, oh. Wow. so Aww. I mean, that was a bummer, but I mean, you know, look, trying to flip it positive, at least I, you know, was in the running to do that. And I got mm. a bunch of great rehearsal time in with, you know, my band and, um, yeah. So, but that was definitely a bummer because I was just mm-hmm. so excited about it and everything, but it definitely, you know, positive things came out of it. So it's yep. all good. But that's, yeah, and one of the things I've noticed out there too, is that people miss because Sandy and I are in the same boat. You're chasing a dream that only you understand and you have no idea when that big break's going to happen. And you see people around you that you know, they're being promoted to this and promoted to that. They're moving up in this bigger home. And all, and, and sometimes you feel like, is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I know that we all go through that. And, and I think that people miss that. That when oh, you're yeah. chasing a dream, that, that you sacrifice everything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like we've never Definitely. had a babysitter. We've never had a babysitter yet, but Caitlin, our little ten-month-old, is at a babysitter right now. 
So that's kind of hard. Yes. Oh. We miss her already. Oh. <laughs> now, um, let's move on to the whole 601 story. This one really touched me, the story behind oh, it. Oh, yes. And, and I'm going to play it real quick, and then we will discuss the story behind it. It's It's amazing. And, you know, you're awesome. I just got to say that. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Gonna, I really appreciate that. We're going to play 601, and then we will be back in a minute. Something about 25 years worth of memories Where hand and footprints were pushed in a wet concrete I still see daddy's sweat rolling down as he built our tree house And hear mama's laugh from her favorite show on TV I smell a home-cooked meal of tomato Hear my brother scream just to make me smile. I want to stay away from the house that's coming undone. Don't want to see the walls coming down. Cause there's a part of me still left inside. No one knew life has begun. There's nothing like the sweet good old memories from 601. Something about all the songs that we all sung there All the holidays, laughter, and prayers It's where I blew out candles on my first birthday Awesome. So, Thank you for playing that. 
that's really powerful song, and especially when you know the story behind it. Can you tell the audience a little bit about why that was written? If you can not yeah. do it without getting too emotional. <laughs> oh, goodness, I am like super emotional, so no promises. <laughs> but, um, we understand. We are too. I'm same way. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. I, I'm glad I have some people on my team. Um, <laughs> but I, goodness, my parents had been saying that they were going to move, or like that we as a family were going to move since. I don't know, for years and years and years. I think they started saying it when I was in about sixth grade. And I was in college, and we still were at the same house that, like, my mom and dad bought when they got married, and they completely redid it. And my dad, like, did the addition on it. And my dad, like, hand-painted, like, some molding in our room and, like, all this stuff. And um, Mm -hmm. then – I was in New York visiting my cousin and my little brother called and was like, mom and dad are about to put an offer on a new house. And I was like, oh, wow. what? Like it's like been years and now we're moving. And I didn't really think it was going to hit me at all. Cause I was like, they've been talking about it for so long. Like it's whatever. And um, mm. then well, fast forward and we moved, but the people we sold our house to they are contractors and so mm-hmm. they tore the house down and we were coming back from Christmas in Georgia where my dad's side of the family is and I happened to I was like dog sitting or something in that area mm-hmm. and so I happened to drive by the house oh, as wow. it was getting completely bulldozed oh, and wow. what I Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I just lost it. And it obviously bothered me way more than I thought it was going to. And it was just so sad seeing like, you know, our, where, you know, like the, what all the kids do, like, you know, in the mm-hmm. concrete, put your little handprints. Mm-hmm. And my dad had built a like tree house in the back for me and my little brother. And just seeing all of like the hard work and all the memories and everything and kind of just, you know, it just being demolished. And so I was bawling my eyes out and I go to where I was dog sitting at and I like get in the shower and I still can't stop crying. And so I started like humming this melody and then I was Mm. like, I have like half of a song and I literally wrapped a towel around (laughs) me, grabbed my guitar (laughs) And sat on the bathroom floor and just yeah. wrote this song in probably oh, like wow. 20 or 30 minutes. So, yeah, but that's where wow. the title from is the address, <laughs> which was 601. Yeah, that was, you know, I kind of figured that was the address that made sense. Um, but, yeah, that yes. was, I remember, you know, when your mom told us the sto- story in the um, email, then I heard the song mm-hmm. just made total sense. And, it was, you know, some people probably wouldn't make sense at first, but knowing the story behind it, wow, that's like you know, especially that you were you end up driving by as they were destroying it. Oh uh, yes, that was very hard to see for sure. <clears throat> so I hear like Nashville is like a really small town in a big city where everybody knows everybody. How is that like? That is true. Oh my goodness. Well, you cannot go anywhere. I like like to look cute and like be all like 
you know, I think it's so fun to have my makeup done and everything, but I also love being in sweatpants and a massive t-shirt and throwing my hair up and no makeup on and everything. And you, if you don't want to be seen like that, then you just need to stay indoors because you (laughs) cannot go anywhere without seeing anyone. And I mean, even like you'll see, you know, like Brad Paisley at the movie theater and Keith Urban at the grocery store and Kelsey Ballerini downtown. So, I mean, everyone is just everywhere, which is so fun though. So, um, over the last two decades, when I guess you could say when the bro country term was invented, it's been Mm -hmm. really hard for women to break through since that term. Do you see this next decade changing it? You know, I think so. I just see so many girls coming together and really empowering each other. And I don't know if y'all, I think it was a CMA Awards. I'm not sure if um, y'all, I'm I'm almost positive it was the CMA Awards. I'm not sure if y'all watched it, but how there was like a whole thing on the, yeah, how there was this whole thing on the country music, um, when, the women in country music, and I just see, you know, there's certain, like, I've been a part of several rounds that are all about, you know, the girl power, and, mm-hmm. uh, like, during CMA Fest, I was a part of an event called the Nashville, or the Rising Women of Nashville, <laughs> and oh, wow. um, there's a event in Nashville called Song Suffragettes, which is all about girls in the music industry and their songwriting and performance. And um, I just, yeah, I I think it'll change. I think that, you know, there's so much girl power and everyone's so encouraging and uplifting towards one another too. So I hope it changes. Yeah. Yeah, If you could spend 30 minutes with a country artist or really any artist, but with an artist dead or alive, who would it be, and what would your first question be? Oh, that is a really hard one. Um, oh, that's such a hard one. <laughs> you know, my first one that comes to mind is probably Dolly Parton. Um, I grew up listening to a bunch of her songs, and mm-hmm. my dad is a huge, huge Dolly fan, and so she was definitely like a – staple in the music um, world for us and uh, and also Taylor Swift I think that she's really done well I know she's more pop now but um, I think she you know does a great job in her music but also helping out other people and using mm-hmm. her fame mm-hmm. and her spotlight and everything to really help out others um, what would my question be to them though oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> that is a really tough one. Um, you just like maybe, to get Oh, yeah, definitely. And just see any advice they have, whether it be songwriting yeah. or, you know, performing. Um, I mean, I think that you can just learn a lot from, you know, watching them perform and listening to their songs. And mm-hmm. I just love, like, their vulnerability in their music and everything. But. That yeah. was a tough one. You you got me. You got me with that one. <laughs> um, 
so back to when we when we got cut off the air for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about the one great mom story. Yes. So tell oh, us are one you all there? Story. Oh, yeah, there you here. are. Okay. Yes, Perfect. we're here. Perfect. Oh, that's also a hard one because y'all know my mom and she is <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I guess they're kind of a bunch of little stories in one, but Mm -hmm. one thing that really comes to mind when I think of my mom is that she's very selfless and Mm -hmm. she is willing to go out of her way and go above and beyond to help out anyone like in any aspect or just to make their day or even their life better um some things that so my mom was with sony for almost 30 Mm. years and just during her time at sony um one thing that really just hits me and you know it's just so sweet of my mom and everything there was this little boy that had cancer and he absolutely loved carrie underwood like loved Mm. her And so my mom worked with Carrie and um, my mom was in touch with this little boy's mom and my mom was able to get this little boy and his family to a Carrie Underwood concert and Mm. was able to let them go backstage and hang out with her and get pictures together. And um, that was several years ago and my mom still keeps in touch with them to this this day. And so, I mean, that's that's just like, you know, it might be a simple thing for my mom to do, but for that little boy, it just, you know, made his world and he was so excited and just like, she's very, on another note, she's just always wanting to give people chances. And Mm -hmm. this one lady reached out to her when she was at Sony and um, she had just moved to Nashville and like her dream job was to work in the music industry. And my mom, yeah. one, part of her job was to put all of the like CMA awards and ACM awards and all that to help with that and put on all the after parties. And so this lady reached out to her and was like, can I please, please do like an after party or an event or something in the music industry. And my mom like, didn't know this lady or anything and my mom was like sure like all like let's see you know how it goes and my mom gave this lady a shot and she did great and she's done stuff for Miranda Lambert and I mean CMA awards and ACM awards and Mm. it's just because my mom took one shot on this lady and her dream job was to do like cupcakes and stuff like that for you know events in the music industry now she has done all a ton of different events and um she actually did my like cakes and cupcakes and everything for our wedding and she reached out to mom and she was like I just want to do that because you took a chance on me and like I am so appreciative of it and so yeah, I just think my mom is very selfless, and she just goes out of her way to, you know, make others 
feel like they're supported and heard. And um, even if it's something like for me, I mean, whenever she goes to the store, she'll pick up my favorite snack and drop it off. Or she'll like, like literally a little while ago, she came and dropped off a $20 bill to like, I'm going out of town later. And she's like, fill up your gas tank on me. And just, she just Aww. does so many little like small things that, you know, really, they're, they might seem small, but they make such a difference in, you know, whether it be my life or other people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, because I know yes, since I've absolutely. met her, she's given us a chance, too. Of course, us being mm-hmm. brand new, you know, we could be anybody. We could, you know, we could get on the air and just destroy people, you know. <laughs> you know? We're not going to do I, that. But. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Y'all are it. Y'all are it. And, you know, oh, thank you. we appreciate what she's done and you know because we're all in not with just this show but the whole new country media thing because we really believe that the up-and-coming country artists is where the future's at and nothing against your flakes and your mirandas and all that they're all we love them too yeah (laughs) oh yeah there needs to be some new blood out there Mm -hmm. and it's like country radio is really not letting new blood through so we want to be able to help mm-hmm. the, them get through at least, even if it's through the internet, you know, at least, you know, yeah. if the show be, become big enough, then, you know, then we could give them some clout. Because, again, you know, which we have noticed this year, we were looking at some of the p- different people that started playing on um, country radio this year that was and like, oh, they haven't it about six or seven kind of through this year, which is unusual. So maybe mm-hmm. we're starting to see a breakthrough where where the up and coming person can actually have a shot. And that's what we want to do. We want to give people, you know, we, we, plus we love their stories. We love your story. I mean, it's really awesome. Well, thank yeah, you. And, and if you'll go back to mommy, little Chris, always, he, we, we're a family show. So he always wants to say something uh, on the show. You want to go to mommy real quick? Oh, <laughs> yes, he would love to ask one question. We're family run show yes. here. We'll, we'll give him a chance I to come here, Chris. I have the biggest heart for kids so <laughs> I, awesome. I thought it's so fun and I've seen pictures of your sweet family and your kiddos and so so sweet oh. I love it oh thank you and here he is here's Christopher he's gonna say hi hi Austin <laughs> hello Christopher how are you I'm doing good thanks for coming on thanks, here today uh, what do you want to ask? Hey, I, so, uh, so uh, I have a question for you. Let's hear it. Okay. What's your favorite cartoon? <laughs> oh, my favorite cartoon. Oh, I would probably have to say Tom and Jerry. Have you oh, ever seen yeah. Tom and Jerry? I don't know if he, I don't yeah. think he has. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't, they don't air those much. Yeah. It really doesn't. I actually, like I said, I love kids, and I was with a little girl yesterday, and we watched Tom and Jerry. It is so good. It is so silly. So you will definitely have to check it out for sure. We'll have to, we'll have to get some DVDs of the show. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Cartoon. I guess it was my favorite cartoon. I think there's some on Netflix. What yeah. is your favorite yeah, cartoon? Uh, my favorite cartoon is SpongeBob SquarePants. 
<laughs> that is my second favorite one. I love SpongeBob too. Me and my little brother used to watch that every morning while we were eating our breakfast before we went to school. <laughs> yeah. That's Thank a good you one. For talking That's to a me. really funny one. Bye. Thank you for talking to me. It was great meeting you. <laughs> oh, he enjoyed that so much. Aw, <laughs> so sweet. Hopefully we can interview him in the future. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's some of the things of, you know, one of the reasons we want to move to Nashville there's so much opportunity mm-hmm. even for kids there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I absolutely, I mean, that music and children are like my two favorite things in the whole world. And my husband and I actually met teaching at a um, four and five-year-old class at our church. And I nanny for so many families and I just absolutely love kids. So there's so many great things, you know, for kids to get plugged into in Nashville. And I just love it. So as we wrap this um, conversation up, um, what's one piece of advice you would give someone who's either just getting started on a music career or, they, or they've started already, but they're just going? That maybe Goodness. you wish somebody had gave you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it sounds so cliche, but just don't give up. I mean, there's, so you get told no so many times and there are just so many twists and turns and, you know, things that are so unorganized and not put together, but you just have to keep on pushing and um, know that, you know, you're in it for the right reasons and you do it because you love it. And um, also just be true to yourself and not, you know, let, people tell you who you should be or who you're supposed to be. And uh, I mean, that's what I like to do with my songs too. It's like, you know, other people may not get the importance behind 601 or anything, but it's like, that's really important to me. And that's something I want to say and I want to put out in the world. And so I just think it's very important to just be yourself and, you know, let others in and it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. And yes, you know, it, absolutely. And you know, we really enjoyed this. We could probably talk we all did. night long. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I know y'all but, have we're so, so many glad you could be part of our first show here. Well, I am honored. So thank you guys so much. I know y'all have so many exciting new things coming up. So I wish you guys all the best and I hope to officially meet you guys in person. You know, y'all should totally come up to Nashville. I'll give y'all the full tour. And we'll go to some oh, cool that places. Fun. <laughs> yeah, oh, that yeah. Like I would love that a lot. Yes. Awesome. And, but um we'll um but we'll definitely um we're hoping to come up there around spring. So we are. Um, spring or that, summer, somewhere around that time period. Y'all okay. should we're totally excited. come up in we the summer wait. for CMA Fest. CMA oh, yeah, Fest is awesome. like the to do best. That. Yes, oh, that's yeah. on the <laughs> best that's part of the plan. Hope to be there. Yes. Awesome. Uh, well, we, well, have, we you definitely appreciate so you, and we look forward to maybe in six months or even less to having you back on the show. Uh, and awesome. maybe there won't be well, no, and maybe there won't be no pauses. 
<laughs> no technical <laughs> difficulties. Hey, we made it. I told Sandy yes, before we, we started. I was like, I don't fear the talking. <laughs> I fear the tech, technological side. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. That part's kind of so tricky, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but we appreciate you, and we appreciate your mom. We appreciate everything she does and you do. But we would love to have you um, on again. And you know, let's keep t- let's touch base again soon. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. And thank you guys again for all your support. And I'm super excited that y'all are getting to talk with Ava Page after this. She is so so great and so insanely sweet yes, and yes, talented. She's really so awesome. I know y'all have a great time. And oh yes, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, oh, Ashlyn. We appreciate you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. As as everybody sees.